colors. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. She said she was a model for a year and a half. And if she took her pants out, then her hair dropped down to a calf. I knew a man, he was just up north. And what it got left up north. But he was the chef up north. Anyway, I'm K.I. Double. All I do is get dough, spit flow, try to stay out of trouble. If you're ready, we can move. Just lose your man and hit the dance floor. I'll show you how to do my dance. Or I might let you play in the garden and sit up in that white thing and listen to the greatest of Marvin. The estate got six locations. It takes so long to get to the front. Once I, I miss probation. probation I hate to brag I, I know your man like really wouldn't like the Beretta But he hate the mag And yeah he'll go a blank, blank check Rock yourself out But in the meantime girl Knock yourself out Oh you modeling my Knock yourself out Wanna let your head down Knock yourself out Oh you ready to move Knock yourself out What you wanna sit in the crew Knock yourself out You wanna keep on dancing Knock yourself out Wanna run to my mansion Knock yourself out Sitting VIP Bitch, you, you just, just want to be seen. <laughs> hey, yo, welcome to episode 187 of the podcast, brothers. 187. I am your host, Flaw 700, a.k.a. Flaw Claw Van Damme, a.k.a. Flaw Cigar. Oh! A.k.a. your boy, Dumb Sum Goy. Wow! Uh. Oh, yeah. What's happening, everybody? It's your favorite fly guy, the one and only, the indescribable, the desirable, the minion of mentions, Young Fresco Fame. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Fame. Send on Instagram at Fresco Fame. I'll be here and there a little bit. And yeah, once again, we are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode 187. Mascot of Mischief. What does that mean? Ah. You just made that up? That's what it means. Mascot of mischief. <laughs> it means what it means. <laughs> you know one of those self-explanatory things? No, that's not it. Mascot of mischief. When you hear mascot you know of mischief, what do you what do you what do you think, Jarrell? Why don't you use your dome? I Tommy? am the mascot of mischief. So maybe it is self-explanatory. Ooh, wow. You came up with that on your own, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. I had to put that because you didn't help. You just said it and <laughs> left me hanging, so I had to sit back, pause. Let me see what he's talking about. Okay, got it. Just to read you mean the mat. You mean what you just said. <laughs> if somebody asks you, what does that mean? They obviously are curious since you Bro, don't want to if, explain. If somebody says that, I automatically know what they mean. No, well, if the mascot of mischief. All right, well, maybe the mask, the mascot of the Lakers. Like, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we had to stop assuming that we know that the person next to you or the person people listening understands what you're saying. Hey, you know what, If though? I say, what do you mean? Obviously, I well, might need Well, you know little. what, though? It's two things you could take away from that that I'm about to provide to you right here, right now, today. The first thing is you can try to use your own brain. Mm. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second thing is not everybody always wants to explain. That's a fact. And I don't have to either. That's a and fact. I'm pretty sure you know a lot about that. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. That's how I be on Twitter now. I'll be like, what? All right, whatever. That's how I that's how I definitely... If you don't get it, that's on you. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> right. If it if you don't get it, I'm not going to explain myself with this tweet. Like I get it. Everything. Sometimes like, I I ask questions, I dive a little deeper, but if I'm in a mood and I don't give a fuck about explaining myself, like Matter of fact, like that happened you with you the other week. I had tweeted something. Everybody like retweeting and liking. You like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, fam, if you know, you know, man. Like, you, 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 I knew you was being short on purpose. I just I, wanted to there was nothing to explain. I mean, there was nothing to explain. You can always provide an explanation. But you just chose not to. It already had like 20 likes and like five retweets. The fuck they did that mean? It. I'm saying it, it, it was for the people who got it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and for the people who did not. You know, we had questions. I just happened to be the one to ask. But we just had this, but we just had this conversation 10 seconds ago. If you if you know, you know. I mean, but no, I disagree. I disagree you just with that. Said one. I don't give a fuck what that. I just said. I'm talking about you right here, right now. See? <laughs> this shit fluctuates based on my interest level. <laughs> Goddamn. Nah, that's exactly. To, at that point in time, I didn't give a fuck to explain, but I would like for you to explain yourself. Except, see, look at that. That don't make no sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense at all. Explain. Explain yourself. <laughs> that makes no sense all right, at all. Whatever. You're right. You're right. Sometimes you got to be okay with your own ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's some shit that ain't right that I do, but it ain't really hurting nobody. So you think. 
I mean, well, if it is, then speak up. And then I'll be like, all right, you're right, my bad. If you know that what you're doing is wrong, maybe, but let's just say you don't It ain't think, necessarily wrong. Right. So I'm just teetering the line of morality. Let's just here. say what you're doing, you don't think you're wrong in it. So if somebody approaches you on some, yo, that's it's it's fucked up what you did, and it's how I took it. Are you then observing it on how they took it? Or I mean, are wait, you on wait, how list? far are we going? Because I was just talking about what we was already talking about. Oh, just that? I'm just saying yeah. in general. No, 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 no. I wasn't going that deep. Okay, I was okay, just okay. literally talking about what we had already discussed. Okay. Yeah, that's I was it. just saying in general because, you know. In I'm, general, that's a, it's, when you open the book up, that, you know, to the middle of the, of the motherfucking story, then it's more valuables that you got to take into consideration. There's more going on in the middle of the story mm. when you open it up to the masses. You're okay. So you want to? Um, how's your week? How's your mental health? Uh, I did something yesterday. What I do? Damn, I shouldn't have had that extra week. My mental health is straight. My mental health really never wavers. Not too much, anyway. I be chilling. Um, I'm sad actually, bro. Chadwick Boseman passed away. I'm very sad by that. Don't know. Like who knew? Like. Nobody knew his condition. Nobody knew anything. Shout out to Chadwick Bozeman's team and his his close, you know, individuals in his camp for not leaking a single word about his terminal illness in four years. Um, uh, it was just it was a lot. It was a lot. But other than that, my week was fine. Just you know, going through the motions. Trying yeah. to trying to survive this this dreadful fucking year. It hasn't been a hundred percent bad, to be honest. Some good has come from this year, but at the same time, it's a lot of like like what the fuck. Twenty twenty has a lot of what the fuck moments. Yeah, it's and hard. This is just another one. It's hard to explain twenty twenty because just like you said in the beginning of you know how your week was, I think you said your your mental health doesn't waver. Not much, no. But for a man. I get confused at that because I can say the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then you sit back and you ask yourself, is that a good thing? That we won't let ourselves go? Because what we're going to talk about in this episode is how, you know, people we've never met impacted our lives and we watched them go, you know, like our, like heroes, people we look up to, people we admire. We never met in our lives, but they had an impact on us. And the only thing we can do is move on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if... Us not letting our mental health waver is a good or a bad thing. Cause I, I some, think I think it's good. You could like like I mean <clears throat> depend it it can go either way. Because the thoughts I be having, if I let that shit go, I'm <laughs> But what if it's it good over? But what if it's good to let it go though? Like just you know how you have that screaming room or that room where people break stuff? I do that sometimes. You do that? Sometimes okay. I yell or I grunt. <laughs> if that's enough. You know what I used to do when I was a kid when I used to get mad? <laughs> I used to take a towel. And wrap it as tight as I can about around both my fists till it got tight and try to rip that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that shit worked, bro. It do. What, hell yeah, that Get shit. Because that'll piss me off. That no one release, I can't rip it. Like, what the fuck? Like, man, that shit releases mad frustration. Like, I was an angry little nigga. So you ain't pull the muscle in the forearms nah, or nothing? Nah, I used to wrap, used to wrap that towel around my just like the tight as hell till the can't, I can't wrap it no more. And as, as tight as I got, then I tried to pull it and just scream. Like, <laughs> what what got you oh, out of that? Oh man, huh? What got you out of that? Uh, I don't know. I think I think the towel started getting hit in a different place. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so you had a specific towel? That, that no, you it was just any towel. Okay. I don't know. That was just a way for me to to be mad. It was like all right, to not smack the shit out of nobody. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted. I've always had the Burning desire to smack people. Mm. Don't know why. I think we all do. I think, you, you know, know. Ever since a young age, I remember the first time I slapped somebody. I think I was in the first grade. Yeah. First grade smacking. Pretty people. good. That's not good. Yeah. I got my first kiss in the second grade. Mm. Like real kiss. You're it was, advanced. It was Tyree's girlfriend at oh, the time. Man. Hey, yo, you like telling this story. I love this story. This nigga be mad still. <laughs> I'm hearing I think this. he's still trying to get me back for that. I think so. It's all good, man. But that is that. that you only get me back if I care. That's you, a, <laughs> you care. That's another thing that I think that <laughs> men, especially black men, have a issue with, and that's always trying to avenge their childhood. It just doesn't work. Mm. You'll never get that back. 
Mm-mm. A lot of stuff that we do, the moment's gone. It's bro. gone. And so is the girl. <laughs> and so is the, <laughs> everything is gone. All we do is sit around and try to avenge our childhood. When I was young, this ain't hey, and the motherfuckers who you trying to avenge it for to show off ain't even paying they attention don't care. to you. And they know what my 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 idea of you know like kind of sh- showtiming on people who kind of shitted on me back in the day is like extreme distance and separation, like. You can't even see me to know what the fuck I got going on if you do happen to wonder about it. Gee, I wonder what so-and-so's doing. Well, guess what you about to do, bitch? Keep wondering. <laughs> and you, you can't find me. And you look at it. I'm almost, not almost, but I'm, yeah, I'm almost 40. I'm 37. Who from middle school or high school am I competing with? I'd be a fool to still be out here like, remember back in the day? You, remember back you, in the day you, you got the Jordans, I couldn't get them? Look, look at, at me now. now. <laughs> look at me now, boy. Stutting stu- on the gram for what? Because because uh, I got bombed on for wearing uh, um, a certain pair of jeans because my jeans didn't have a label on them in middle school. It, okay. I got bombed on. We and, all did. Yeah, we bro. got. I it's got a on. I got, it's a rite of passage. I got bombed on in middle school for um, you know people used to check my pockets to see what the name was. This is when Nike used to and check Tommy the tag Hilfiger. Your clothes, yeah, bro, to tag. make sure your shit was official. But what I'm not going to do at 37 is stunt for the gram. Mm. Mm. I ain't checking nobody tags Fam, I don't give a fuck This shirt I have on right now Is a Podcast Brothers t-shirt But the tag Is something generic Right You know what I mean like, Nah man That's an official t-shirt brand. It's an I official... think it's a gliding bro That's like that is, no. Nah nah Gliding don't Oh nah you ain't no on the gliding No disrespect to the to, gliding I tried to help you out I don't nah, know what the nah. fuck That nigga got there The gliding don't hug the sleeve Like uh, this joint though I feel you mm-hmm. I'm sorry but my shirt My t-shirt's Nike and My shorts Ooh. are champion Can't nobody check your tags Mm-mm. Don't try How's my Week in mental health Been you ask How's your week In your mental health Been Jarrell Thanks I appreciate it Um, Man So I caught myself Playing the two fairy This weekend And, and blew it <laughs> what, what What Blew it Like I just I How? just blew it Just blew it so by the time I pick my son up, you know, he's talking about. Wait, wait, wait. I just blew it. Like, how did a nigga blow putting money under a pillow? Like, that's I, all the fuck you got to do. Like, I'm about to tell you how I blew it. <laughs> so he comes over. He's talking talk about his tooth. You know, it's not out. It's not out. He winds up pulling the tooth out. So Which like, tooth was it? Uh, Something on the bottom. One on the bottom. His no. his his first four came out already. The, uh, the 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 bad ones. The ones that really. Leave you looking crazy. Yeah, the front one mainly. The front yeah. four is already out. So now his side is coming and going it out. No big deal. Okay. It's grown people with their side teeth missing. It's nothing. Yeah. So sure, I ain't got one. Man. So uh you missing a tooth? Mm-hmm. Oh, didn't know that. So man, uh it's a fucking poster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um his tooth he pulls his tooth out himself because he's real high for the tooth fairy. He's expecting money. I checked my pockets and the only thing I had on me was a ten dollar bill. <laughs> I said, shit, I got to give this up because uh, he knows what it is. Mm-mm. So, uh, what's this, Friday night? So, around 5 in the morning, I happened to wake up. And I realized that I didn't put the money under the pillow yet. So, I said, oh, must be a sign. Time to wake what? up. T- time to get up. <laughs> and put the money under the pillow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I woke up at 5 a.m. I and thought you were going to say, I think it must be a sign that I don't have to get up. No, 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 no. <laughs> must be a sign that it's time for me. Like, something woke me up. So while he's still asleep, I'm going to go in there and put the money under the pillow. He was already up when you walked in. No, he was asleep. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what went wrong with the whole thing. I put the money under the pillow, come back in the room, go back to bed. My uh, So now we all wake up at a certain time. I can't remember what time we woke up. When my son comes in the room and said, Dad, the tooth fairy forgot to take the tooth. Oh, my God. I said, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I can actually see how... You did that. I I I can see myself making the same mistake. So he was, but he was totally confused as what the, why the two fairy didn't do their fucking job. I smoke weed though. You do not. <laughs> so I totally blew it. So I just said, "Listen, son, give me the tooth. I'll take care of it." So he gave me the tooth. I gave he he had the ten dollar bill, but to um he actually left the dollar. He actually left it laying around. So the money's still here, actually. Oh Which he, he does this. This is the worst tooth fairy cra- story I've ever heard. <laughs> it's crazy because I've given him this $10 bill before. The same bill? Same bill. So when I gave it to him before, he left it laying around. So that's how I was able to still have it. Shit, I got a $10 bill. I'll, give, I, I'll recycle the money I already gave it to you. You're too young to understand this is still mm, you your money. You don't know this is a different $10 know. bill. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't so I gave know. it to him. And he winds up leaving it again. So, 
The next time he wants don't something, ever. I got ten dollars. Don't, <laughs> don't ever give him no. The money. next time he needs something, I got ten dollars on it. Not knowing that it's <laughs> you hold off fiscal responsibility for that young man it's, for as long as possible. It's called his savings. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars. <laughs> also, I was in the gym and this young man, older guy from Miami, Florida. Young man, older guy. Because I'm thinking I don't really know okay. his age, but he wasn't an old head. But I don't want to make it seem like he was a young boy. He was, he was a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm in the gym working out, and y'all be seeing me post my videos of my workouts with the camera. So he approached me. He was just like, yo, you post workout videos? I was like, yeah, something like that. He was like, yo, I manage a boy. I manage um, an artist, man. I'm going to go get you uh-huh. one of his CDs. And if you like it, maybe you could put it on your workout videos. And my head like, CDs? CDs? CDs. You got a link, nigga? <laughs> I thought I had them. You got it? They here somewhere. I got them. So I'm in the jump. So the album cover look? The, uh, that's it right here? Yeah, that's it. Turn it around. <laughs> nigga look like Fat Joe, don't he? <laughs> what in the world? So, um... He comes back with two CDs. Said he's bringing one, but brought two for some reason. He didn't say he wanted me to sell one, give one away. He just gave Pat with two CDs, my guy. And I haven't listened to them because I have no CD player. <laughs> I mean, I got an Xbox right here, but it's not touching the Xbox. The first record on the album is called Cornmeal Dumpling. I didn't even look at the... Nah, tell me it ain't so. <laughs> Cornmeal Dumpling. She love it. Black Roses. Nobody move. Bun, bunnet, donkey face. A donkey face. The hard okay. way. Married okay. to the streets. Okay. We too old for this shit, fam. One by one. Yeah. I mean, but if he married to the streets, that's really, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> now listen. Now the funny part about this though is, right? I'm on Twitter cracking up, right? So I shows the cover art on Twitter and I forgot who the kid was, who the guy was, but he found this music on Apple Music. All the guy had to do was say, listen, here come my artist on Apple Music. No CD, no nothing. Because he, cause he asked to follow me on Instagram, so he pulls his phone out. So you know what's up, then. If you're trying to, if you're trying to follow him on Instagram, he's aware of the digital era and the way music exactly. works now. He pulls out his iPhone, follows me on Instagram just to hand me a CD. <laughs> Bro, I'd have been like, well, what the fuck? Am I supposed to do it this? It's like a bitch handing you a, a fucking tape cassette. <laughs> First of all, when am I supposed to play this, sir? My car doesn't even come equipped with these. I don't even have a CD player in my car. I do. Honestly, I do. I, or it, No, no, it's a DVD. I have a DVD player, but it might play CDs. But that's not the point. No, it's not. I'm turned off by this. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the kicker, though. He's the manager. He needs to be fired. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they, maybe they got, maybe they just pushing both. I don't know. I don't know what the what the marketing scheme here is behind this, but um, I'm gonna give them benefit of the doubt. I'm trying to think of a positive. You can't. You can't. I, I, not you can't really. pull out an iPhone. Yeah, you're right. And I pull out my iPhone, and you give me a CD. Listen, fam. The iPhone 11 at that. But. I have <laughs> some type of you audio see. streaming service on this device. You yeah. better believe it. You sitting here in the midst of the latest technology, and this motherfucker hands me a CD. Yeah. What is the what this say right here? Uh, At the top, the W word. Wida Yadi. Wida Yadi. Maybe it's Jamaican or something. Another language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. He said it's like a mix of Jamaican uh, stuff like that. So, oh, okay. so I ain't listen. Off first impression, I'm not impressed. But it might not sound bad. Who knows? You keep giving this guy. All right, you take the CDs with you then, and play it where? Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get into this week's episode. You know, we only have boom boxes or like radio systems in the house no more. We have Bluetooth speakers. I think like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, then stop giving him the uh, the benefit of the doubt of why he has a CD. There is no reason to have a CD. There's no reason to have a CD, but I won't go as far as to say that his music isn't decent just based off his CD. That's all I'm saying. I give you that. That's all I'm saying. Shout out to the guy or the, or the, the young lady who took the time to burn them CDs and make them <laughs> and make them uh, uh, uh you got CD this, covers. You working this fucking prehistoric? You should job. not be working this hard in twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's probably like six of y'all in the world left doing that job. So man, uh, piggybacking off what you said, and you know, during your week about how we lost 
Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace to Chadwick Rest in Boseman. peace, man. Also, last week was Kobe Bean Bryant birthday. Happy birthday, Kobe. And the Black Mama Day. His birthday was August 23rd, right? And Black Mama Day was August 24th. And um, RIP to Kobe, man. The Lakers played on Black Mama Day. Murder. And I knew the Blazers were going to get smoked. And at one point, the score was actually 24 to 8. Mm-hmm. That's, that was like that's a timeout. That's taking, nasty. Yeah, and that I believe in numbers. If you follow me on Twitter, you, you'll yes, see me post 555-444. Five, 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 four, four, four. Lord. These numbers, it, it, it's a message. Like, Kobe was... Listen, before I saw the 24-8 and I saw the Lakers busting the Blazers' ass, I said, Kobe is... Kobe's on this court somewhere yeah, right. doing something. Like, he's playing. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's your squad. And you know mm-hmm. for a fact the Lakers don't play like that. No, they do not. Number one seed in the West, they great. They have an opportunity to win a championship, but y'all don't play like that. Well, and and, and on top of that, everything that they're doing now since they're on a, a a championship run, hopefully, is being compared to the Lakers' last championship run, which Kobe was on. So he's he's always being brought up. And it's no way in hell that after what happened to him and everything he meant to the organization and the basketball community, that on his honored day, the first anniversary of his honored day, you motherfuckers come out here and lose and play like crap. And that's what I was going to get to. I probably to. wouldn't have been a fan no more. And that's I, I would have been pissed. That's what I was going to get to next. They have the luxury of never having to do that again. Right, right. Because it's in it's August. Pressure, right. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's in, in August. August. It was just usually so, in the off season. Right. In the regular so format. Of had the, of they would have lost the one mama game. Yeah, that would have been a stain. <laughs> like. That would have been an ugly ass stain. If you think about the conversation going in is, man, the Lakers can't beat Portland. They ain't killing. Bro, I didn't understand it. I was listening to all these analysts recently about how the Blazers are the best eighth seed in NBA history and all this extra shit. Literally, it was a clip of every analyst just saying that the Blazers had a legitimate chance of beating the Lakers. <laughs> like, And obviously, none of them knew what the fuck they was talking about. That's why I know these analysts, they don't know really what they talk about, man. I stopped watching them. Lately. I don't watch them no more either, but I, I, I listen to other people's opinions when I come across it. If I think it was, if it's something, if it's someone who has a, you know, uh, a good track record and giving good of a good analysis, but this time and the last few times, honestly, I was just like, "Yo, y'all niggas been way off." Stop, stop, and then stop soon as it. the opposite happens, they always try to retract what they said to make it seem like they were in front of what actually had taken place, as opposed to their analysis beforehand. Like it's it's so annoying. It's so annoying. So even though we've never met Kobe, uh, I know he meant a lot to you. So I'll, I'll give you the floor, and um, you can. Talk about the Black Mamba for as long or as I mean as you want or Kobe was just uh, I I never wanted to be like anybody other than Kobe Bryant and Michael Jackson. That was it. Want to dance like Mike? Want to shoot like Kobe? Dunk like Kobe? All that shit. I just thought um, shit. He the reason why I got these this gold on right now. I got my Lakers colors on right now. I don't. I've never been a fan of any other team. I've never had another favorite player. And I don't know. I just naturally gravitated towards his game when I started watching. It was the same year AI was out there balling. Shit, you know, you could argue that AI was better than Kobe. You know what I'm saying? And it was no question that he was better than him during his rookie year, you know. But as far as careers, you can argue that if you want. But I don't know. a lot of And, and then being in the area, we close to Philly, everybody was Iverson fans, like, Everybody in this area loved the Sixers, loved Iverson. Rightfully so, though. But for some reason, I just gravitated towards Kobe. I don't know what it was, but I liked this game. And um, then you see him grow up, and you see him become a father. And he was just like, even when he was young, he was just like always giving lessons. Even when he talked in his interviews, he's always talking about learning and stuff that he's learned and how he applied it and how he got to be where he was at the penalty of his game. He was always dishing out gems and knowledge. So I can only imagine what it would be like to like actually be side by side with him on a daily basis or what type of stuff he teach people and show people around him. So um a lot of people thought he was arrogant, ignorant. They which he was on the court, but rightfully so. I'm out here cooking you niggas. I ain't about to be no nice guy. Bitch, get this work. I'll drop forty on you niggas. Don't you dare disrespect me. And that was an error, right? 
That, that yeah. era, like when that's I put how my people, jersey on, that's how niggas was. When I put this jersey on, I don't know you, right? Yeah, like no, it's no, it's none of that, bro. This is serious between these lines. I'm giving you fifty, and I'm going to tell you about Shaq it. Shaq and Kobe will fight behind the scene, but when that when you get to court, we fighting for each other, right? You know what I'm saying? So, um, a lot of people took that, applied it to who he was as an individual off the court, and I think. That the fact that we get the the fact that we saw him get to be a father like in public and open kind of changed a lot of people's narratives about what they believed about him when he no longer when he was like completely done with basketball. Every time they asked him about an interview, hey, when's the last time you played? He was like, uh, the last time I dropped sixty against Utah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played against I played my kids in the driveway, but I'm done. I'm on, I'm winning Oscars and shit out here now, bro. I ain't. I did twenty years. I'm good. So he was, you know, he was in a in a, in a good place to see him. Be an active dad. All five, girls. Five championships and then go on. I'm done. I'm do this and then win the Oscar. Doing win the Oscar, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. I just think he was incredibly inspirational and um just based off his willingness to want to give information and just knowledge to people, you know, it was a, it was a good thing, man. We saw Kobe grow up in front of the camera. We saw... Uh, uh, what eighteen year old kid get drafted out of Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania and did twenty years out in L A to become one of the biggest basketball stars for that franchise? Like it's a motherfucking Disney story on some real shit. So rest in peace, Kobe, man. You inspired a lot of young folks out here, including myself. I'm gonna wear these purple and gold colors forever, bro. Mm-hmm. I can't take that off, like ever. I'll be damned if I have another basketball team. So they better win a championship this year. Briefly. For Kobe Bryant, I, I just want to say that what I noticed about Kobe was he did it. He Whatever he did, he focused on that one thing. So I want to say shout out to Vanessa Bryant for allowing him to have the NBA career he had. Mm-hmm. So when he played for 20 years, he won five championships. What is like seven, eight finals? Um, seven. So seven finals. Five, five finals. Yeah. So uh, five championships, seven finals. Uh, USA, gold Olympian. He, he, he mm-hmm. did it. As good as you can possibly do it next to Tim League Duncan. League MVP, 2008. Yeah. So we're talking about two finals 10 MVPs. years, Duncan and Kobe won five apiece. So we're talking yeah. two players talking that about Laker, a decade. Lakers, Spurs. Lakers, Spurs. For 10 years. Right, for 10 years. You know, coming off the Jordan era where one guy did it, the next era was, okay, there's only, now there's two. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah. is what it was. Kobe so, just wanted to get one more than Shaq. He had to have more than Shaq. Oh, he let that be known. So mm-hmm. as, as soon as he retired... He enhanced his father and yeah. husband skills. Yeah, it's just know? his social life. He know? said, Vanessa, now that I'm done, I'm all yours now. And he showed us, um, you know, that side of Kobe Bryant that we didn't know because all we knew was that guy on the court. Right. So then, like I say, he goes into film in a bit, wins an Oscar. He goes into becoming, um, you a know. Mentor to a, a mentor to every player in the league. Yeah. Then coaching he, his girls. Then he right. Then he goes to um, the um, women's basketball, mm-hmm. like enhances their game. Like an ambassador, right? For, for their so it's game. like everything he decided to do, he enhanced it. Mm-hmm. Everything, like he could have like like I don't want to bring like other people into it, but because you know Jordan was great, but you can't say that once Jordan left basketball, he was, he was great right. at something else. I just never heard of him being as great as he is as maybe a player. Maybe he's a great executive. Maybe, maybe. Well, know. I heard he was trash at building teams. I, I mean, I mean, with like the Jordan brand or something like that, not with the franchise. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like when, see, when you heard Jordan outside of basketball, you was like, "Damn, what are you doing?" His right. baseball game wasn't the greatest. Right. Him drafting Kwame Brown wasn't the greatest. No. Like everything else, he was just like, ah. But Kobe. Okay, yeah. now I'm done basketball. I'm about to go do everything else, and he was still great at that. Like, man. Well, well, what? Well-rounded success and other, and other um, so once uh, again, man, career avenues. rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Rest in peace, Kobe. Mamba Day. Now, August, today's August 30th, and on August 28th, man, we lost a great man, Chadwick Bozeman, to lung cancer, I think it was? Colon cancer. Colon cancer that he had for four years that he's been uh, battling and... He still have given us classic film after classic film, most notably for me, The Black Panther. So we're going to transition from The Black Mamba to The Black Panther. And I remember when this movie came out and I was hesitant to tell people 
Even though I think I did. Well, you cried? No, I didn't cry, but uh, I thought that this was a great movie. Oh, yeah. Not based on the Marvel storyline. Because all of these movies don't make sense. None of these movies are really good, honestly. <laughs> like, if you like Thanos or if you like a certain character, the storyline is always doesn't really make sense. I disagree, but go ahead. Well, to me, you don't watch an action movie. To me, you don't watch an action movie for a great movie. You watch it for other things to me. I, have, I haven't really seen... Put it like this. Action movies aren't my favorite. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. As far as what I get out of it. Like, I don't expect much from an action movie. It's blowing up stuff. Woo! But, um... So, I was going to see a Marvel movie. I wrote this down because it's a lot. So, going to see a Marvel movie is nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. But I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. So, I didn't know who the Black Panther was. I honestly didn't. I just seen... This new character on uh, Captain America's movie. Civil War. Civil War. Mm-hmm. Right? Boom, boom, boom. And so I'm like, yo, who's that? And they say, well, he's richer than Tony Stark's. He's from Wakanda. Okay, cool. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so they hyped the movie up saying that it was going to be 90% black, something like that. 94, something. 90, it's in the high 90s of an all-black film. Black director, black cast, black behind the scenes, everything. You name it. Black, black, black. So fast forward a bit. I don't think I went to see the movie on its uh, first night's release, or maybe I did, but I was asking around about what people thought of the movie, and everybody was saying how amazing it was. Now, to me, that normally is a red flag for me because I put the expectations through the roof when you tell me something's fine. So I be I actually but you asked them. I did, but I so I actually sit in movies waiting for this thing you told me was going to happen instead of enjoying the film. Mm-hmm. Like that's me. Instead of just enjoying it and judging it on my own, I sit back and I wait to see why you thought it was so great. So I don't remember. I just knew that people thought the movie was amazing, which kind of ruins it for me because there's always expectations. So I go watch the movie and I couldn't believe it. Not one bitch was said. Nobody called nobody a nigga in the film. Now, I'm not the biggest movie guy. I just said that. So there might be other movies out. That might have be that might be powerful for you know black people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not debating that. I'm debating. I'm saying that whatever movie that is for y'all, Black Panther was for me. Mm-hmm. That I was able to see us in a different type of light. That was my first time. You understand what I'm saying? So um, I'm not. I'm. I'm just not a movie guy. So I went to see the movie, the storyline. I went to see the movie to follow up to the storyline. I want to see what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. when you go see Marvel, at the end of the movie, something it's happens. Always There's always something. Next, so I'm really level. just trying to get to uh, um, <clears throat> Avengers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and one of the uh, stops is the Black Panther. And I think that that's how Marvel treated it, to be honest. But it meant something to us because I'm not the only one. And I know a lot of us that went to see this movie three times. And we act like we's the first time us seeing it. Yeah, I saw it a couple times. We all went back and it was packed. Now, I know Iron Man might have did a Billy, Iron Man 3, and Avengers might have did a Billy twice. Yeah. But I, nobody was expecting Black Panther to do yeah, a Billy. Yeah, Black Panther snuck in there with the Nobody Billy. was expecting that, man. And let alone the soundtrack. The soundtrack, I think the, yeah, soundtrack, the soundtrack was, was incredible. Yeah. I, so, now I know uh, Chadwick did other movies like um, 42, and um, he did the- Thurgood um, Marshall, James Thurgood, Brown. Yeah, he did the James Brown joint. And they, was all, they, they were all dope. But the Black Panther stood out to me as the movie that really impacted me. And I remember when it came out on VOD, that's video on demand for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. I bought it immediately and I watched it every night. Every mm-hmm. night I was watching the Black Panther. You couldn't tell me nothing. Now, my thing is this. I'm not going to go too much longer. My thing is this. There was a time where I was telling people that I think the Black Panther was the best Marvel movie. And I got met with a certain type of feedback because it wasn't, I guess the best thought out. It wasn't the best written or whatever the case. And they would name me so many movies that was better, but like my music, like my movies, like anything that I watch, I'm drawn to what affects me. The music I like, it means something to me. I don't care that the snare is too low or cause sometimes you'll, you'll run into music nerds, movie nerds. And they'll tell you why this ain't a good song. Right. This ain't a good movie. I don't care. Right. I don't care that they only needed Wakanda 
as a way to get to Avengers. Because that's what I think the studio uses for. They just needed a bridge to get to Avengers. They didn't care about an all-black movie. Just throw it out there. It'll do something. I ain't going to say they didn't care because it benefited them too. The most. They didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But They knew. Cause a billion? It, no, they ain't going nope. to. They, they know it was going to gonna crack a billion probably. But they knew. It would probably have some cultural significance based on even offering Ryan Coogler the job to begin with. Yeah, it was huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think my example is Spider-Man did a billion. If that did not do big numbers, it would have been a disappointment. If this did, Black Panther did like 500 million, they would have been cool with it. Like, it it over-exceeded the expectations is what I'm saying. So, man, when I got the news of Chadwick passing... I saw it and I Googled it right away and the news was like four minutes old. And I said, nah, I don't want to tweet this. But this, but the news, but the clip was from an official site. Mm-hmm. So I put it up on there, man. And, you know, rest in peace to Chad. And my whole Saturday night, it started flooding. You know, we couldn't believe it. Um, and he was a strong man. So outside of Black Panther, you actually got to see this man carry himself like a real king. <laughs> this man yeah, carried right. himself real well, man. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that I like. So when I say I like power, I like how Ghost carry himself. Mm-hmm. I like how Chadwick carries himself. I like how Kobe carried himself outside of basketball. I like black men who carry themselves a certain way. I don't care that the right you don't like the writing no more. Mm-hmm. I don't care that uh, 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 Kobe Bryant did this ten years ago. I don't care. I don't nitpick at things like that. You understand? I like how these men carry themselves, whether it's a fictional character or a real character, whether I met you or I didn't meet you. I like, I'm drawn to men who take care of their business and they lead by example, whether it's a fictional character or not, man. So I just want to say rest in peace to Chadwick, man, the Black Panther. We lost the Black Mamba. We lost the Black Panther. And even though Fresco said our our mental don't waver, I couldn't wait to pod. Just no, so no, I can... no, no. I said my mental. That's a waiver. No, but... I ain't speaking for y'all. No, no, no. You don't. But that's <laughs> something. The reason why I brought it back up because I think a lot of us go through that. We don't know if this is something we should react to because we don't know them. Not nah. saying you. Not saying you, but there could be some people saying, well, I don't know, Chad. Or I'm afraid to say that, hey, I looked up to a fictional character or I'm... I... You know what I'm saying? Like, there, mm-hmm. hey, there, is some, there are reasons why we don't allow ourselves to go because we keep moving. Because tomorrow is a whole new day. I still got kids. I still got responsibilities. Well, I got to keep moving. Well, I, I, the things that affect me, I, I allow to affect me. But if it don't really affect me, I don't I don't allow it to affect me as if it's something that I would. Like, you know, life's busy, man. I don't, That's I don't, a fact. I don't, like, I don't really have time to be getting emotionally broke down over everything that happened. So pick and choose, you know, about... Certain things on what you can have a breakdown about, you know, what's worth having a breakdown about. Shit, like, I ain't about to be out here weak emotionally over anything, but certain things, like when Kobe, when Kobe died, I was fucked up. That shit hurt. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt. Yeah. I, I took a minute to myself. Like, I was watching Sports Center all morning, all night, all morning, like, un fucking shocked, shocked to the core, you know? Yeah. But um, at the same time, shit, I had to go to work the next day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we finished that episode too because we got the news of Kobe Bryant mid mid podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you better stop texting me bad news, bro. Who you? Hey, I I I I want to keep. I want to stop reading bad news. Next time, let me come across that shit myself. <laughs> Don't send me that shit. I am the one that told you about Kobe too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Chadwick. Yeah. That's what I'm telling your yeah. ass now. <laughs> the next time you yeah. see some shit like that. Let me come across it on my own. Let me send it to you. How about that? Yeah, you are. Uh, you are right about that. Man. Recipient of bad news. Give me send me some good news. Yo, I found five G's. Oh, I wish you wouldn't even fucking tell me if you did though. That's the fucked up part. That money, nigga th- share bad news fast as hell. <laughs> nigga come across some good news. Oh no, it's my secret. First off, some bitch. I found five G's. You just making. Like, how do you find 5Gs? I'm not telling nobody I just found 5Gs because I don't want that on my phone. Bro, you can't I, tell nobody you just found 5Gs because you don't know who 5Gs that is. Bro, and then you lie. First of all, don't call me and say you just found 5Gs if you're not giving me some of that 5Gs. 
Otherwise, I don't give a shit. You better hide it. You really better stash it. Let's just say I intended on breaking my peoples off. I still would not text anybody and say, hey, I found five Gs. What I'm, would you say? I I'm, don't know. I'm curious. I don't know. I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't text. I would call. Yo, I need to holler at you ASAP. Where you at? Boom. Don't call. Why if not? you watch all these shows, it'll tell you that it'll tell you when your phone goes off on a tower or something. Your phone is evidence against you. Because it'll say, Fresco called bro, bro, bro. at 10.02. I can, I can call my brother whenever I want. You're not a criminal associate. You're my brother. So the fuck what I called you at 10.02? How did the money get there? The money got there. Somebody First dropped all, it. Wait, 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 wait. The oh money got God. there. Listen, bro, I'm telling you, I watched the these fuck shows. You all so deep, my <laughs> nigga. You found $5,000. You didn't steal it. You didn't rob nobody. You come across a drug deal and you shot niggas and took it. I you watched, was walking down the street and you found $5,000. I watched. You I, never find no money before? Not $5,000. Nigga, it was an unrealistic, uh, unrealistic scenario. I know. Hypothetical. Okay, all right. If that's, if that's how you want to end Holy it, I'm just shit. saying. If I was to find $5,000, I would have to find a different way to inform you that I have it. No phones allowed. Well, five thousand. It ain't five. If it was five million, yeah, don't fucking call me. Five thousand? I'm still paranoid over five. Jeez. You don't even need a suitcase for five thousand dollars. <laughs> that should have fit in a fucking brown paper bag. Like <laughs> you don't need a suitcase for five thousand. Hey, so um the NBA, the Milwaukee, I would say the NBA players, but the Milwaukee Bucks did a thing. I'm not even gonna say the uh NBA players because the Milwaukee Bucks just uh I'm watching basketball. I'm actually watching it right by the tip off. The Orlando Magic is out there warming up. I'm actually about to watch the Orlando Magic versus Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks do not come out. I felt I thought it was strange. I didn't put two and two together as to why they wouldn't come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those that don't know, living under a rock, um, black man Jacob Blake was shot in the back seven times in Milwaukee, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, Kenosha, the, something like that. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks decided to protest without telling anybody. Mm-hmm. So it left everybody. It, it it made Orlando Magic look stupid. Uh, president of basketball operations or president of the uh, NBA or whatever his title is, Chris Paul knew nothing about it. The uh, face, the face of the league, the LeBron. President J- of the Basketball Association. Okay, the uh, the face of the league, LeBron James, didn't know nothing about it. Why uh, would they though? Well, I tweeted out that day. I said I don't get it. I don't get boycotting now because this is what the conversation Kyrie Irving was having with basketball players. You know, we got you, you guys. We are will be a distraction if we play. They decided to play, but since so now that something else has happened, which is horrific, you guys are now boycotting. Makes no sense. What did you think when? Or they they decided to boycott like two games. I, when you first seen I it. understood the Bucks' perspective, um, because it's in Milwaukee and they, yeah, and they, a, and they had they felt they had to do something, right? Um, I actually was a little, I was kind of mad. <laughs> to be honest with you, I wanted to watch basketball. I'm all for justice. I am all for the murderings by police of unarmed black men. And racism to come to like just be fucking kaput. But honestly, I don't see how not playing basketball solves that. I don't, it's nothing different today than what, what was two days ago. We're in the same exact system that we were in. I get at some point you want to take a stand, you want to make your voice heard, but that ain't, them playing basketball ain't stopping the economy. If that was the case, everybody got to stop going to work. Holy shit, we can't do nothing. Like mm-hmm. niggas ain't even at shop right. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't really see the ben- the like any real benefit. Honestly, I know that's they they like, and that's another thing too. If I'm the NBA, I'm pissed. I'm like, well, shit, man. I let you motherfuckers do everything. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, motherfuckers is paid. Motherfuckers is living pretty decent. You know I. I allow everybody to speak their mind freely. Black Lives Matter Black on the lives court. Black Lives Matter, everything. Like, I don't stop anybody from being who they are and speaking on things that they want to be. Why y'all boycotting me? I, I've i been good to y'all. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's This shit happening with cops, and these niggas still getting up and go to work. It's happening within their office. So I'm kind of like, 
I don't know. So you saying if a racist cop kills somebody, the other cops don't boycott the right? They go right to back to work. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody else is boycotting anything. Ain't no politicians boycotting. Ain't no, ain't no a senators boycotting. I can't believe this is happening in my state. No governors, no mayors, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I understand that NBA players can afford the boycott. A lot of people can't afford to. Boycott. Well, then again, no, that's not really true either because a lot of NBA players can't really afford the boycott. We just thinking about the big name players. But there's a lot of players on these teams that niggas don't know that they ain't got them big ass contracts. NBA players live, some of them live check to check. Some of them live check to check. <laughs> some, yeah. of them, some of them ain't bought that house yet. Exactly. They still paying the mortgage. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's, I just didn't see where the benefit was going to come from from this. And think about it. How many rookies done bought their mom a house and then bought themselves a house? Like, right. you got rookies or people not making, you know, that top money buying multiple homes because it's what we do. And honestly, bro, at the end of the day, it's a basketball game. I understand certain players have a certain type of, you know, star power within the media and stuff, but... I'm really not looking for LeBron James to save my fucking day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm really not. Like, I appreciate his opinion and what he's able to do, you know, in terms of what he thinks he can do to assist the the community, but I'm I, I'm that's not something that I'm looking forward to. Like LeBron James is going to be the guy that ends all of this. A few things, right? Everybody needs to play their part. Mm-hmm. NBA players aren't the foot soldiers. They can be the financial stability, though. They make the money. Well, athletes, it's a lot of money in, in in sports, you know? So they can be something else. So if you guys do stop playing basketball, you're going to be out there marching every day? No. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you stop playing basketball, then how are you going to be seen to spread a message? How effective is that message? Kneeling for the national anthem, Black Lives Matter on the basketball court, say her name, arrest the uh, office, uh, arrest the murderers who sh- uh, killed Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. Who knows what effect that has? But at least you're doing it on television. Mm-hmm. If you stop playing basketball, then all of that goes away, right? Regardless how effective or ineffective it is, right? That's the least you can do is keep playing. Yeah, I so, agree. so the the message that you guys are saying is still there. And Matt Barnes says something that I think is very true. We're not fighting for today. We're fighting for tomorrow. So mm-hmm. the players boycotting today means nothing for us today. Yet you're not doing. Stop playing basketball today. It's not going to change anything that's so deep rooted in the United States. You can't change the United States, the DNA of the United States over there. Right. There's nothing the Milwaukee Bucks could have done. Mm-hmm. I get that they're fed up. But there's nothing that we can do to change tomorrow. For a cop to shoot a black man seven times in the back at close range lets you know something. Mm-hmm. If I had a gun in my hand, a few things would run through my head. I might get caught. I might go to jail. I might. These white police officers who continue to shoot black people seem to not think about the consequences because there are none. There are none. That cop that shot uh, um, Jacob, Jacob Floyd, Jacob. Jacob Blake. Blake. I got I got the guys mixed up. Jacob it's Blake. So much, yeah. Jacob Blake in the back is home right now. Mm-hmm. Probably. And his story is. He's paralyzed from the waist down. And his story is. Oh, you said the cop? Or the Jacob cop. Blake? The cop oh, is yeah, home. Cop, no, no. Yeah. Jacob Blake is still in the hospital. Right, handcuff, yeah. handcuff. Handcuff to the bed. To the bed. But the cop is home with his family. Scared that something might happen to him like his pension. Right. Or he might have to do a little bit of time, which they never do. Nope. Fuck his pension. You understand what I'm saying? So, just like what Matt Bourne said, this isn't about now, this is about our kids. And we changed the conversation now. Yes, get out and vote. But we also have to... Yo, I saw this one thing. I forgot what state it was in. But they are saying that if you, um, that if you protest, you lose the right to vote. They're passing wild what? laws. They're passing a lot of laws while we're out there in the streets marching, demanding change. But listen, listen at this though, man. Listen at that, right? That just lets me know that honestly, it ain't, it ain't gonna be. It's never gonna be any different. It's just going to transform into whatever the way of the world is at the time. Like they that's, would, that's how I feel because motherfuckers out there protesting all over again. You know what I'm saying? This shit has been happening since the beginning of the time, you know, and motherfuckers out there protesting and there's other motherfuckers sitting back like, oh, 
all y'all protesting in the street. Let me write these laws up and make sure that y'all can't protest here so we can lock y'all up think, for doing that. Yeah, like, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if you get arrested during the protest, you lose your right to vote. Like, you just can't be... Like, because they don't know who's actually out there. But if you get arrested during a protest... That's just wild to me. The fact that people create laws mm-hmm. to... The fact that people go so far to create laws to get people to back down or to not exercise their rights or just to say, yo, like, stop doing this shit to us. Like, we don't, nobody, we don't deserve this. Like, knock it mm-hmm. off. They go, let me write this law mm-hmm. to make sure these motherfuckers can't keep doing this. And we need catch them. They can't, they can't be involved in our, 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 uh, democracy. It's chess, not checkers, man. It's just, that shit is nuts, bro. I can't. I can't do nothing with that, man. Yeah. I can't do nothing with that. So bro. the NBA players got together for a meeting to say, "Hey, are we boycotting or are we not?" And LeBron James was one of the first ones to say, "Well, we're done. The Lakers and the Clippers decided not to play." And then what I was told was, from what I heard, I mean, it's out there. They got on the phone with Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Barack Obama. And Jordan took the lead for the owners and said that, hey, you guys go out there and play. I'm going to make sure that as, you know, one of the owners, we're going to step up and do our job. And Barack Obama was saying, basically what I said 10 minutes ago, go out there and be seen. Nobody's going to see you. Nobody's going to hear your message if you're not out there. Right. Which I get. So at the end of the day, I know the Milwaukee Bucks aren't on our fuck is you doing list, but they can get nominated, though. Because what you did was you put everybody in a bad position because you didn't tell nobody. So now you got LeBron James, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, and everybody else having to make a decision that night. Right. So when the news got out that LeBron James says no no, no basketball, you're asking this man to face the lead to make a decision like that. Right, right. We didn't get a chance to think about nothing. No you guys just right, right. You guys just boycotted the game and didn't tell us nothing. Right. If, it's <laughs> a, if, if you boycott all based off social injustice... Uh, I want to be a little bit more social you and pull us in, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a little bit more social and fellas say, hey, yo, fellas, hey, hey, hey and, you about to make a move. And the worst lead. part is they're all in the bubble. We're all right here. <laughs> That's a good point. Now, <laughs> that, I overlooked that point of it. That's a very good point to make. Yeah, you motherfuckers definitely could have told us. <laughs> you definitely could have told us. Right here? Don't yeah. tell me. Like, y'all just left the pool, fam. You could have told me. <laughs> Niggas is at the all bu- the buffet the dining buffet. hall. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Like, I see you. Like, I-, I said what's up to you before I turned in last night. And so I did tweet that I didn't understand, and I later tweeted, I said I'm proud of them because at least they tried something. Right. Um, they went back to work. I see people clowning them, you know, like end of the day, who nobody knows what to do. Nobody. Right. So stop judging the back. They're trying to do something. They're tired of it. We're tired of it. But at the end of the day, I think we all have to understand that there's nothing that we can do about police brutality today. As far as them stopping today. Yes, we can change. We can, uh, we can protest. We can march. We can vote. We can, uh, uh, fight. We can get more black people elected here, more women elected there, more minority people elected there. But today, tomorrow, somebody's going to, somebody's going to get shot again tomorrow. I just want to say something. What happened to Jacob Blake was extremely tragic. Like, it's fucked up. Um, I just want to say my personal opinion. If anybody finds themselves in a position like that with the police and they have the weapons drawn on you, please do not try to go to your car. Just don't try to go to your car. There's no way you can win here. Like... That is a lose-lose scenario. Don't know how it would have played out if he doesn't attempt to go to his car. Do the same results happen? Does he just get arrested or assaulted or whatever? But, um, yeah, man, you just, you know, try to think as rational as possible, bro. But going to your car at that moment, in my, in my very humble opinion, to reach into your car while three police officers have their guns already drawn on you is not a good look. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't enhance your chances in that scenario. Yeah, you ready to get into our fresher fiasco? Let's do it. Fresher fiasco. New Jersey teen behind Black Lives Matter rally receives bill for thousands of dollars for police overtime. That's wild. Fiasco, bro. Go ahead. Well, yeah, it's a fiasco, but they are rescinding it. They're bringing it back. And what the what they said was they typically normally um, they send a bill 
like let's say you're having like a bicycle race or you're having some type of event where it causes for the police to work overtime, they send the bill out. Mm-hmm. I get it, but this ain't that. No. <laughs> it's a scare tactic. Everything they do is a scare tactic to make you go, oh man, if I'm going to get a $2,000 bill for gathering a rally for Black Lives Matter, and it's kind of like we spoke about with the voting. Okay, if you guys want to protest, we're going to put a law in the states that you right. can't vote. Everything is a scare tactic, right. which makes you now think like, man, she might not be so quick to start so another start rally. Right. right. Not not saying that she won't do it. Right. But boy, she just might not be as quick. But how as can to they even one. how can they even do that? Well, they do it, they said that they do it to everyone. Like if if we had an event in the city of Trenton which it, where it calls for the police to come out, they bill us. I mean, it's something that I just learned, but wow. obviously it's something that they've been doing. They can bill you if, you know, the police have to work overtime. On your dime. No. <laughs> Come and get me. <laughs> you never take me alive, coppers. Not at all. <laughs> Sayonara, suckers. <laughs> I did. Uh, did you have another one? I did not have another one. I shit, we, one might only got, one we might only got one. Ain't shit be going on. Hey man, it's like that, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, so fuck it. Can I please be blessed with the smooth sounds of JJ Icefish, please? Holla at your boy. Oh yeah. Fuck did you prove it? Fuck you prove it? All of that. The fuck are you talking about? The fuck are you talking about? Podcast Brothers, episode 187. This week's Fuck Is You Doing is... This week's Fuck Is You Doing uh, honoree, or award winner, rather, is known by the name of Bella Thorne. Yes, Bella Thorne. I don't know how many of you know who she is or have heard of her, but she's an actress. Um, as far as what I've you know been able to see or looked into or been told, pretty prominent actress, decent roles in pretty decent films. Been active for quite a while. Um, we all know that as of late, I want to say maybe since quarantine, maybe a little bit before, OnlyFans has become a huge hit on the market. It's a great way for independent sex workers to maximize their own dollar and make their own money by being, uh, you know, sexually provocative on their subscription page, you know, and they charge motherfuckers day price to see them do what they do. It's no problem. It's just another form of, uh, you know, a playhouse or whatever. It's whatever. Well, Bella Thorne made herself an OnlyFans page. And for what, though, like? You're an actress. You got bread. It's lit out here. You OnlyFans. I don't understand AMC theaters is closed and all that, but they open them back slowly in some states, you know, so you just be patient like the rest of the country. But no, you know, can't tell people how to make their bread. So she decided to start an OnlyFans page. Cool. It's no problem, right? Hey, Bella Thorns, OnlyFans. Anytime a nigga hears a shorty got OnlyFans, the antennas go up a little bit. Curiosity strikes. Mm-hmm. Want to know what's happening. Right So Especially with an actress You know how many actresses Niggas seen on film And you had those thoughts Like man look If I can I want to Get a glimpse Well The fans of Bella Thorne Actually got that opportunity Holy shit Bella Thorne got only fans Oh nigga I got to subscribe to that bro How much is that monthly 17 19 dollars I don't know exactly how much it is For her subscription But what she was charging to get the little private unlock photos, like twenty dollars, twenty three hundred dollars to unlock this photo of Bella Thorne. It's a lot of thirsty guys out there. It's a lot of guys willing to drop that drop that car note <laughs> on a nude picture. Whew, God bless them. <laughs> Lord bless them. It's a lot of niggas out there willing to drop a car note and use on a, on a nude picture. Well. Surprise to you motherfuckers Because when you bought the picture Well surprise surprise The bitch was fully dressed ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
She was fully dressed, bro. She got a straight swimsuit bikini on. So not only are you already rich coming into the OnlyFans game, but you charging niggas two, three hundred dollars to unlike quote unquote new pictures, and to their unpleasant surprise when they purchase this photo of you, you're not naked. So the bitch fucked around and racked in like two mil off OnlyFans. Right. Well, that's great, right? That's great. Well, not so much because when you hustling, if you step on another nigga corner and you try to slam your products on his corner, you got to deal with the niggas on that block. <laughs> now that Bella Thorne stepped into this hustle on this website and she done made so much bread from her being an actress, OnlyFans owes her so much money now that everybody else that was getting paid on a weekly basis now has to wait 30 days. Mm. To get their money So you know what else That means probably These bitches Subscriptions is gonna go up So they can recoup What they was Losing While having to wait Till the end of the month It's a lot going on It's a lot going on So uh, OnlyFans Obella Thorne A a big check And for In order for them To pay her They had to cut The pay rate down Not the pay rate But the frequency Of pay down For everyone else for all the other girls that's out there slaying that ass. <laughs> Excuse me, I ain't gonna say slaying that ass, showing that ass, you know, because you on the internet. But yo, like, and not only that, but who are you niggas paying two, three hundred for a new picture? Bro, you paid a bill on a photograph. Mm-hmm. You paid a vacation on a photograph. You paid a fly ass outfit on a photograph. None of that shit is cool, bro. Nothing that I just mentioned that the activity that any of you motherfuckers is involved in right there is cool. Only fans that ain't cool. How y'all ain't got enough bread to keep up the payments? Why can't Bella Thorne just get on the same payment plan on a weekly basis that everybody else is already on? Why does her check have to be bigger? No, she can get the same amount. Her loan would just be paid off longer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't fuck up the game for everybody else because... As far as I can tell, a lot of bitches was eating pretty good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From this time, those bitches on here making 88000 a month and shit. Mm, buying Co- houses, cars. Buying houses, cars. Bitches dreaming it up. I seen one bitch take a trip to Dubai. She had like six, she had like a stack as long as my leg on her. She said it was all OnlyFans money. Now here come Bella Thorne. Fucking up, fucking up the gravy train. I don't mean to be a party pooper, but I hope you're paying your taxes. <laughs> Man, listen, listen. Well, the party already been pooped on, bro, because now they got to reconstruct. Well, maybe they got enough bread left over from the money that they was already getting, hopefully, to coast them over to make it to the end of the month to receive that OnlyFans check again. But you, you can always, but you can always also say, like, the other girls are making their money. It's just coming slower. So the money's going to be there. No, but they was getting paid weekly though. Yeah, but it's it's still there, bro. Your your job, you go from getting paid every week to hey, it's a new company policy. <laughs> we paying your ass at the end of every month now. <laughs> Bitch, I might fuck around and quit, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I might fuck around and quit. No, that's not you fucking shit up. Like, mm-hmm. I got to go ball on these niggas. I got to do it for the gram. Yeah, okay. I wait to the end of the month to do it for the gram now. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> no, so Bella Thorne, for you coming in here and disrupting the way of life for all of these ladies that was getting a bread by just being who they are or maybe buying somebody else's body or whatever it is, the method that they go about of having themselves shown on their OnlyFans page to make themselves some change. You can't just come on another another block and sell, and sell your product on somebody else's turf. You can't just come into our sandbox and start playing with our toys. No, 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 no. It don't work like that, man. You got to check in. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sure shit is cool. You got to get accepted amongst the people. And then you figure out how you fit into this game. You can't be cracking up niggas' money. And why is you niggas paying this bitch anyway? Mm-hmm. For all of y'all, for all of you, I got to know. What the fuck is you doing? Lot of mercy. Fuck is you Lot of mercy. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Gang, whole lot of gang shit. Bullshit! 
whole lot of bullshit. There's one young lady that almost got me. You know uh, Joe Button X Tahiri? Oh, yeah. She started the fans only, but I didn't subscribe because I have no idea what's on the other side. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. And I forgot what her subscribe price was, but I was well, willing to do it to see some news from Tahiri, but I don't think that she, I don't think she's nude either. I think I got that a she's, trick for you, bro. I got a trick for all the homies out there. If you're curious about a joint who got her OnlyFans and she's pretty popular, all you got to do is go to Google, type in a whatever OnlyFans name is, and leak. So Tahiri OnlyFans leak. And search what you can find. <laughs> Shaboom! I just saved you, nigga, seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> I'm, about <to> try. <laughs> I'm about to try that right now. Let me see if it works. Type hey, OnlyFans first. There. Nah, nah. Just go to Google and then type in, you know, to Harry OnlyFans. To Harry, please don't hurt me. If you come across this, I, it's nothing against you. I'm, I'm just... Looking out for the homies Because you're going to get yours Ain't you with Vado anyway On marriage Couples therapy Whatever Y'all got to Worry about that Y'all get a check from that It's all good mm, mm, mm. I'm, I'm looking right now Nah man Continue Let's see Oh wow Oh man What's that That's Tahiri Tahiri uh, Look at that Well Hey This was episode <laughs> 187 <laughs> Of the podcast Brothers We about to get up out of here God is good I'm about There's to so look at uh, I'm about to go check out Tahiri. <laughs> <laughs> and we out. God is good.